Welcome back to another Boss Up Your Life podcast. My name is Georgie Cooper, but you probably know me best from Instagram. My handle is at Georgie Fit. And on today's episode, I wanted to talk about kind of overeating and overindulging in food because I feel like at this current period of time, um, due to the COVID lockdown, it's even harder to kind of keep things together and follow a sort of plan in place with nutrition. I would say that me personally and 90% of my clients, the one thing that they've been struggling with the most over this sort of period of being at home and working from home is kind of sticking to a diet and ensuring that they don't snack and they don't go over their set amount of calories or go over their meal plan. So it's an exciting day because basically I'm going to have a guest on today and I'm going to let her introduce herself. This woman is amazing. We met over Instagram probably like over a year ago now, Um, but I'm not going to do that thing where I tell you about her. She's going to tell you about herself. Let's go. Hey guys. Um, So my name's Nadia Uzbara. Um, My Instagram is nozkeen. Um, I'm an online coach and a personal trainer from London and yeah I met Georgie on Instagram like over a year ago it was because we were both dieting for the summer weren't we yes so this was like back when I was doing my IB for prep and I remember you and me would literally just dm all day just moaning about dieting basically yeah basically complaining all day um and then I just remember we used to voice note and I used to be like oh my god this girl is literally me like she, like <laughs> we have the same sort of sense of humor um and I feel That's like you and... yes oh my god and we have the same <laughs> it took us like <laughs> half a year to work this out but we also have the same birthday um, yeah. and I feel like you and me are both that sort of person that you either hate us or you love us yeah pretty much we're pretty blunt people I think yeah, I think that's what it is. It's just like the blunt straight to the point. Um, so yeah, like you said, you're also an online coach and sort of PT as well. Um, so you probably have also been kind of involved with this overeating over the lockdown period, right? Yeah, I mean, I think everyone's in the same situation. Like you said, like, we're not used to being so close to our fridges all day long. Like, you know, being stuck in your house all day. Um, and being around food all day it's not something that we're used to especially if you're someone who's been like if you've been furloughed or you're not even working like not having that typical daily structure you know you can get bored and I think a lot of it is boredom eating oh 100% like I feel especially when you aren't in control of the foods in your house like I feel like it's a completely different ball game if you're living by yourself and you have full control of what's in your kitchen then if you're overeating and you're buying food you know you shouldn't that's kind of your doing but I can imagine that this is a really tough time for people who have families and, and young kids or sort of a husband who eats like six times the amount of them it's a tough time yeah definitely like you've seen on my Instagram stories like I'm normally based in London and I've just moved back with my family in Ireland which I haven't done I haven't been at home for this long in a really long time and I specifically don't come home when I'm dieting because they enjoy a biscuit like there's a whole drawer just dedicated to biscuit like name a flavor Pringles and I guarantee you we have it in this house so funny I just watch your Instagram stories and I'm just like fair play because I honestly couldn't do that there's a video and you open a drawer and honestly it's like stuck to the top of like crisps chocolate biscuits oh my god it's, um, it's constant and they offer it to you as well they're like 
we're getting a takeaway tonight do you want one I'm like yeah I fucking do but I can't have it so that's the worst that's the worst when they start offering it to you um so how like I wanted to let's just briefly talk about sort of the best tips for avoiding that and like avoiding the overeating because obviously that's for you especially like I kind of live by myself like if I'm overeating and if I'm buying six easter eggs a day which I may or may not have done (laughs) then that's kind of my fault but for you it's in the house and people are offering it to you so what's your biggest sort of advice and tips for that um so I think the main thing that I would implement um and this is what I've done for myself um I have set meal times so I know that like I've got a daily routine and I'll plan what I'm doing for the day and I'll plan my meal times in that. Um, like some people might think that that's a lot, but try it. Like it's honestly the best thing that you can do. So I know that I'm going to have breakfast, for example, at nine o'clock. Um, and then I know my lunch is going to be at 12. I know my next meal is going to be at four. My, me- my last meal of the day is always at eight o'clock and it's the same thing. So I don't tend to think about food in between those meals. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. Like having, even though it sounds kind of silly on the off point, having that time of the day, you're like, right, okay, lunch is at two o'clock. So it's just a case of waiting out until two, until two o'clock. Um, and I don't know if you agree, but having like a substantial meal for each kind of meal is important because else you'll find that you're snacking because your meals are so tiny and poncy if you have a good balanced meal full of veggies full of carbohydrates then that is going to keep you fuller until your next meal and yeah like you said it's just a mindset thing isn't it like having that set time yeah yeah I definitely agree I think at the moment especially like you know we're all at home I think you need to put a big focus on volume foods at the moment so things like veg like I have like 100 grams of berries with like my breakfast and I have Greek yogurt with hundred grams of berries, like low calorie stuff that you can bulk out. So like veg is so important at the moment. All of my meals are packed with it. Yeah, no, I, I literally agree. Um, so yeah, just kind of having those set meal times and not restricting yourself in the meals. Um, because I feel like even though everyone's moaning about no gym, actually, I don't know if this is the same with your clients, but most of my clients are more active than they've ever been before. Like we're getting all the steps in, we're going out on bike rides, we're doing hit workouts. So actually energy expenditure is probably the same, if not a little bit more than it was when they were sitting on their ass at work all day. So being afraid of eating the same amount of calories that you were on before is just silly because actually we're still as active and sitting at home restricting yourself from food is ultimately in the end just going to end up with you eating the food because that's just the way it goes so I think it's like a fine line between yes I am genuinely hungry and no I'm just I'm just bored and unfocused yeah I agree and definitely agree about activity as well like I've got some clients who are struggling to hit like five six thousand steps a day because they were so hectic at work and their commute was getting in the car and driving whereas now they've got this like one walk a day and they actively go out and do that because it's the only time of day that they can get out now whereas before it wasn't like it wasn't a luxury to go outside and to go for a walk but it is now so people are hitting their steps where they weren't before um people that didn't initially have much cardio in their program are now doing like body weight or hit workouts um and their activity is off like i've got girls who are bored so they're doing like yoga in the morning they're weight training at lunch they're cardio in the evening so activity is definitely a lot higher 
yeah no and and like you said that's just important so activity is high so therefore we're going to keep our food the same and um yeah just not being afraid of of kind of bulking up like you said on those meals um because else that kind of ends in especially in the evenings if you've only had like one third of the calories that you should really be eating by eight o'clock with it being evening and a lot for a lot of people that's kind of the time where they'll sit down and they will pick at things and they'll kind of the focus of your fitness goals kind of fades towards the end of the day Um, and that's where we see a lot of overindulging in high fat high sugar foods crisps sweets chocolate because I don't know it's just evening in it and everyone's the same um so yeah it's kind of making sure that we're eating enough in the day so that that doesn't happen in the evening yeah something that I do um and I'm sure you've probably done this as well like when you were in prep is like pushing your first meal a little bit later in the day so like if you're someone that feels like you get hungry around 7 8 p.m then just have your last meal at 7 8 p.m like don't eat all of your calories by five o'clock if you know that you're going to be hungry at seven o'clock so like I get my steps done first thing in the morning and I'll push my meal back I might get up at 7 a.m go and get my steps in and then have breakfast around nine ish um, or if I wake up later than a little bit later but I just push it back a little bit I don't eat it first thing in the day and then I have more calories or more meals to play around with later on in the day when I'm actually hungry yeah amazing good point I um said that to a client this week actually just try and push your meals back if you're struggling with overeating in the evening then there's no reason why we we don't have to have breakfast like skipping breakfast isn't a bad thing if we just push it back in the day then that gives us a much smaller window to kind of consume our calories and enjoy those calories in the evening you should never feel bad for eating in the evening if it's within your calorie kind of target so yeah like that's great tips for kind of overeating another thing that we kind of discussed before this podcast and something that is kind of in a way it's annoying and I just feel like you and me are kind of two ends of the spectrum on this and it's it's the difference between overindulging and overeating and binge eating so talk to us just briefly just kind of go over you have got a past background with eating disorder right yeah so I actually have an IGTV on this so if anybody wants to go and watch it that'll give them a bit more info about it um but it's probably been about five six years ago now but I had a binge eating disorder I went to my GP I got diagnosed I went and got uh, cognitive behavioral therapy for it um and I just think there is a very big difference between binge eating and having like an eating disorder or a binge eating disorder and overeating or overindulging. Like binge eating or having like a binge eating disorder, it's, it's like this uncontrollable urge to eat. Like you feel like you don't have any control. It probably happens like very, very frequently. So for me, it was like every day for a month um, and it would be eating until you feel physically sick. Like stomach pains like stomach cramps not being able to even physically move because you've eaten so much food like could be like five six thousand seven thousand calories in one sitting not that i ever tracked it but it's excessive and i just think that people need to realize that there is a difference between that and you know eating half a pack of biscuits over your meal plan when you shouldn't have um i think there's there's definitely a form of guilt associated with the term binging like oh I've had a binge and then you make yourself feel shit about it 
when really you might have just had like 100 to 300 calories over your intake. I don't know if you agree with me on that. Yeah, 100%. Like I think that in this kind of current like period, like the last couple of years, especially with social media, I don't want to say it, but it's kind of become so common and kind of in a weird way, trendy for people to say, oh, you know, I suffer with binging. I can't stop binge eating. Um, like I'm, I'm suffering. Like I just can't stop eating when actually they haven't got a binge eating disorder. And it's kind of unfair and it's kind of rude towards people for example like yourself who actually have suffered with a binge eating disorder because there's a huge difference between the disorder and just overeating like yeah fair play like don't get me wrong I could sit here and eat 6,000 calories worth of food but for me it would not be a binge eating disorder like I would not be binging because I I don't have a binge eating disorder and a lot of, I just feel like the term is so loosely thrown around. And even though I've never suffered with it myself, and that's why I wanted to get you on this podcast, because obviously you have, so I haven't got any real experience with it, but it just seems so unfair on guys like you. And I just think that people need to think a little bit more before they start flinging that word around. Like, you might have gone over your calories in a substantial amount, but you haven't you haven't binged you haven't binged yeah I just think calling it that is just giving you this like negative connotation with it It makes you feel like shit and I feel like it almost gives people like not an allowance but it's like oh I have a problem with it and this feeling like you can't do anything about it and stuff like if you do suffer from a binge eating disorder or you feel like this is something that's uncontrollable it's been going on for months on end or weeks on end then there are people that you can speak to and I would advise someone that's in that position to 100% go and get help for it if it's affecting your mental health you know if it's affecting your day-to-day life it's something that's holding you back which it 100% was for me when I was in that position like I still like I'm not on my plan all of the time like Georgie will know this like yeah I had a binge eating disorder years ago um and I, I'll still go off my meal plan every now and then. It happens to everybody. Like, but do I have a binge? No, because like, it's just totally different. Like I might have a takeaway or I might eat half a pack of biscuits that I probably shouldn't have had. Or like, for example, I'll probably have an Easter egg today. Yeah, exactly. Then, yeah. But am and I then going to be like, I've regressed? No, because I haven't. Like it's no. something that I can stop tomorrow. Like I know that I can be just be like, I'm being a dickhead and then go back to my meal plan tomorrow. You know yeah, what I mean? 100% like and that's like that's coming from you who's actually suffered with a binge eating disorder and therefore you could quite easily use that as an excuse now and be like oh you know like I'm relapsing and I've suffered with it in the past but actually you know deep down you're just being a dick with food and yeah. I feel like a lot of people need a bit of a reality check and it sounds harsh but ask yourself are you using an eating disorder which you probably don't even have as as just a reason on why you're eating so much food and like I'm not being insensitive when I say this because I have like not referred but I have suggested to a lot of people that I've worked with to go to a GP and like and just speak to them because they do have 
like every single symptom as such of a binge eating disorder like you said it's uncontrollable you can't really remember doing it and you do it until you feel sick and it's like I it's not like someone would come to me with a binge eating disorder and I would tell them that they are wrong it's yeah. just a fine line between knowing like don't lie to yourself basically is what I'm saying is is that like binge eating is flown around, flung around so easily, but you do need to sometimes ask yourself, am I just being a dick with food or is this something that I do need to go and get some professional help with? Yeah. I just think, I just think it's one of those things, isn't it? Where if you're someone who's like, you try to diet and you're like, Oh, I never diet because I always binge or always go like, you're always going off plan is what you mean. Um, you've probably not had the right meal plan. You've probably not had the right support. You're probably dieting wrong. Your calories are probably way too low. There are probably reasons for you consistently going off plan. Um, so those are things that you probably need to look into as opposed to being like, oh, I can't diet because it, when I do, I always end up binging. Like, yeah, if you're dieting in the wrong way, you're probably not going to stick to it. So finding a coach or someone that knows what they're doing that can support you in that and program you like a decent meal plan instead of doing things like eating 500 calories a day or doing like a five to two diet or some of these shitty diets where you only eat bare minimum that is a fact you will go off plan because your calories are too low but otherwise if you're someone who this is something that affects you day to day your everyday life then there are places that you can go and get help like there are units that you can contact which can provide free therapy for you you can get telephone therapy um, and I talk about this in my IGTV as well. And like, if you do want to get help for that, then 100% you should. But if you're not in that situation, then you need to look at the way that you're dieting and how can you improve on that to get yourself out of that situation where you diet for weeks on end and then you go back the other way. Yeah. And it's, and that's just another whole thing by itself is improving your relationship with food and improving your mindset with dieting is completely different to binge eating. And it's not like if you don't have a binge eating disorder, you are weak um, with sort of adherence because that's really not the, the point I'm trying to make. I feel like with everything that goes on with social media and people comparing themselves to other people, like you might struggle with food and you might struggle with adherence but that doesn't make you a weak person and I feel like as long as you're trying to improve that week on week day on day like you said get the right coach get the right support and the right diet for you like a low calorie diet that you're in a 20 30 like 50 percent deficit is just never going to be sustainable and that is mentally going to fuck you up and I'm not saying that it would lead to binge eating disorder but it might um so it like you said it's just making sure that even if you're not suffering with a binge eating disorder, your relationship with food is still good. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree with all of that. Like, I just think that, and this is one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about like having a balanced diet, because I don't feel like there's a need to overly restrict every single food group. Like I don't agree with stuff like that because I feel like that's where people get a lack of results because you're cutting out foods that you like from your diet. Of course you're going to go and overeat on them. That's a fact. Of course you are. If you like carbs and you're doing a keto diet because someone told you that's the best way to lose weight, you are going to go and overeat on carbs because all you're going to be thinking about is carbs every single day because you like them and you enjoy them. Why not have a diet or a meal plan that incorporates carbohydrates that you like just in a balanced manner 
so that you can still achieve your goals, but you're not cutting out foods that are going to give you that food focus. And that's where things like what you said, food focus, that's where it comes from. It comes from like pulling every single thing that you enjoy. Of course, you're going to focus on that. Like, I think that's totally normal. Yeah, no, I agree hundred percent. Um, and yeah, like you said, that's just knowing the difference between a binge eating disorder and knowing the difference between overindulging. And if you find that you are overindulging on foods, then it, like you said, it's about asking yourself why. And normally it stems back to two things, restriction on calories in general or restriction on food groups that you enjoy. Like people need to remember that crash diets don't work. Crash diets don't work. Like you said, these five, two and these slimming worlds and these weight watchers, they're just a way of companies making money and long term they ain't gonna work so it's about accepting this and accepting the fact that it is a marathon it is not a sprint and it's about changing your lifestyle opposed to finding the right diet for you yeah yeah I agree I think that this is the whole thing as well it's about like getting someone like I know that I try and educate my girls as much as possible and same thing that you do like I try and make sure that they have foods that they enjoy within their diet. And I try and help them understand, like I did a post on Instagram yesterday, like no food is going to make you fat. It's the amount of food that you eat. So pulling loads of different foods that you actually enjoy from your diet, rather than just putting them in, in a moderate balance. And um, that's where you're going to get like major food focus. You want to go off plan crash diets. But yeah, like you said, like over restriction, that's going to lead to you overeating and going off plan there are loads of things that you can implement. For example, like if you've been dieting, say you have a really specific goal, um, you're going on a holiday, give yourself a lot of time so you don't have to restrict your calories so severely. That's another thing that I think is so important, like giving yourself eight weeks to lose like six kilos for a holiday, your calories are going to have to be pretty low in order to achieve that. So give yourself a lot of time. Remember, like you said, it's a marathon. It's not a race. Like you probably have habits that you have had your whole life whether it's like snacking on biscuits in the evening like you might have done that your entire life that's not going to change in eight weeks like it takes time to build a different mindset it takes time to build better habits so give yourself a bit of time to do that like don't expect things to change in six to eight weeks do you know what I mean 100% it's just about changing your mindset and changing small habits each day I always say this just take every single day as it comes don't focus on an end goal try and focus on each day just take each day as it comes take each box and yeah like you said like if you want something long term like a sustainable body then it's not going to be something you can achieve in 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 six weeks so I know we've gone off on a bit of a tangent there on kind of just dieting, <laughs> but again, we're both really passionate about that. We're both really passionate about finding something that is sustainable for you. I feel like we're both on the same page with our coaching. It's more of a lifestyle coach coaching sort of setup than a, right, let's get you to lose six stone in four weeks because it's just not going to happen. Um, yeah. But yeah, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I am going to wrap it up there. You have been amazing. Um, nice. So yeah, I just really wanted to get you on as my first guest because you're a legend and also... I'm so privileged. Oh, <laughs> cutie. Um, so yeah, guys, like she said, check out her Instagram. Just remind us of it again because I can never know how to spell it. It's N-O-Z-K-E-A-N-E, Nozkeen. 
boom there it is um thank you very much i appreciate you coming on and talking about your kind of background and things like that check her out and yeah thank you so much like i said i'm going to wrap it up here i will be getting on some more guests on the podcast now that i know my setup I'm not tech savvy, but G is getting tech savvy and sorting this out. So the next podcast most likely will be another guest. I hope you enjoyed. Give me a rate um, and I will see you all next time.